Dear Heavenly Father, allow us this time to see you. Allow us this time to gain an understanding of who you truly are. You are amazing, God, and we must strive every day to get to know you better. And I pray that I would be able to see you more and more each day in my walk with you. God, be with us and always talk to us and through us to not just ourselves, but to the world. Welcome to Cross Discourse, where music, culture, and life are discussed across the media spectrum weekly to help you live a godly life. Cross Discourse, Christ is Culture. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Anonymous coming to you with another episode of Cross Discourse. Hey, my friends, listen, it's been a long time and I'm really, really happy that you've been listening to me. Uh, this is this is really uh, a time for me to kind of grow with God and to grow with you and and just to do my part to help the body of God, the body of Christ uh, grow and 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 in a way that is enriching and bringing glory to his name it's not for me it's for him as always that's why my name is anonymous because i am not important and i'm really here to just really talk and, and to uh just get that discourse going and talk about our culture and to get us to understand what it means to really be a christian uh and that brings me to my, uh my my question for today and uh it, it came to me and it's really on time and i'm gonna tell you because i've been watching videos on youtube i've been watching uh just having discussions with friends uh, watching tv doing a lot of different things and it came across this thought actually came across and it was really uh, a really on time uh question that that came across to me and here it is it says Dear Anonymous, I noticed a huge political, disfi- uh, political divide recently with lots of Christians offering uh, their views. Hear me out. I know you don't get political, but with all of this information going on and different scriptures being used uh, out there and out of context, uh, I just had to wonder, are Christians really that stupid? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of other things to, to that question, but it really like kind of came to me. And I was like, man, you know, that is really on time. If you don't know, uh, I've, I've listened to a lot of the videos uh, on YouTube, a guy by the name of Kevin Wesley, uh, who was a preacher and is now an atheist. And he really gets out there. He talks to a lot of uh, Christians. He talks to pastors. And a lot of them just don't know how to defend their faith. Not only do they not know how to defend their faith, they make us look stupid. They make us look incompetent. Um, and 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 this just kind of permeates and conditions and keeps going on and on and on. And then you're just like, oh, my gosh, uh, why am I doing this? Right. What's going on? Why is God allowing this to happen? We, we always think that a lot, man. even though it's not his fault. It's our own. Uh, it is our own uh, issue. 
we kind of have a lot of things going on. So I thought it was time for me to tackle this issue. And again, just so you know, I am a layman. I don't have any uh, uh, education uh, in the church or in inside of, um, you know, schools or anything. This is all me reading the Bible. This is all me doing my own research. And I am a history teacher by trade, but uh, this is just uh, me. You know, me and my walk with God coming to you from this. And as always, if you have a response to something that I say, feel free to hit me up on crossdiscourse at gmail.com. My name is Anonymous. I would love, love, love to be straightened out if I'm wrong um, because this is Cross Discourse and we are just having a discussion, people. We are just having a discussion. So when we come back, I've got some Bible verses. I've got some thoughts. I've got some research. I've got a whole lot of things to say. Uh, and as always, I'm going to try and keep it within that 30 minute time frame. So I might be talking fast. I might be talking slow. I don't know. It might be 35 minutes. It might be 26 minutes. I don't know how this is going to go because it was such a hot topic. I really just had to get it out there um, so that you guys could hear it and we can keep the discourse moving. All right. So I'll talk to you a little bit on the other side. Uh. Uh. Had I never took you on that first date We'd have never hooked up in the first place You wanted veggie and I preferred steak You wanted simple and I preferred grapes You was a home run, I was first base You moved fancy, I was slower than the world's sake I was chilling, you was turned up on rosé I was asking you to cool it, you said no way I was enamored while you was doing the damage And only saw you was standing, I ain't look under the carriage And I ain't noticed you was at a disadvantage By covering up your hurt right under your smile's bandage And I ain't know how awful it'd be How being with you would ultimately all to me. I couldn't see past how you fit in them jeans That walk, that stride, it was getting to me ha! I'm picking myself back up I fell into foolish love The kind way you lose your senses And fall under false pretenses We didn't really know each other Only what we choose to see Moving in different directions You're the opposite of me When opposites, opposites, opposites attract That opposites they attract That's true up until the point they react And I was PC, she was Mac So the programming wasn't compact I thought she was everything that I lacked But instead of adding to me, she subtracts And I wanted to keep it all intact Cause she was so beautiful, I ain't ever wanna retract She was dramatic and I was combative Just to keep my voice in matter Trying to elaborate during the battle I couldn't figure how I allow her to rattle me Riding my back, couldn't get shorter than not saddle me She ain't care about the things God gathered And how it's about people and how it's called to travel She was caught up in my life like a shackle of capsule of issues I ain't had a time to tackle Choose to see moving in different directions. You the opposite 
think you got it together He ain't supposed to go through all that, he on a higher level But higher level means maybe facing the bigger devil And whatever you go through exponential cause you're the vessel But love ain't religious, political or professional it Ain't up for public debate, it's in congressional People take emotions and apply them intellectual They fail to understand this is bigger than just perceptual Yes, as Christians we bleed Cause as humans we all go through these things Yeah, we get our hearts broken, shattered emotions They get gathered and we feeling like we in too deep Man, I guess the difference is we know we got a king Want to stand beside us when we going through the ring Once I can provide us with the power to walk through our darkest hours And get pull us back when we be on the brink Sing it, yeah. I'm picking myself back up Yeah Fell into foolish dust Kind way you lose your senses Come on. opposites uh you know so um i'm not exactly sure what uh this this question or the person who posed the question was looking for so i'm going to try and answer it as generally as possible i said i would do some bible verses and some facts but let me just hit you with the facts first um i did a little research and um First of all, the average age of Christians in America is about 49, and actually it's been going up. It was 40, I think it was like 46 in 2007, and over the years, it goes up and up. Uh, and I, I went on to Pew Research um, just to get a little bit of information about the educational level of Christians, uh, because I really wanted to know how uh, how Christians are uh you know in, in terms of their educational level how often we go to college and things like that and the pew research that i came across said in two in 2019 uh a study found that uh jews agnostics and atheists actually scored the highest on a survey of religious knowledge and this was probably due to the fact that uh those people jews atheists and agnostics uh, probably know a lot more people of varying faiths, so they're probably they're more likely to hang out with somebody who used to be a Christian, somebody that used to be Muslim or maybe a Muslim, or somebody that used to uh, be whatever else, right? Or they used to be themselves and they just stopped and they just have a bunch of friends of a lot of different faiths. I thought that was interesting. Um, another research uh, post uh, published a research article published by Pew Research. Um, was about the level of college study by people based on their faith group. And this was in 2016. 
And that article actually found that Hindus and Unitarian Universalists had the largest share of uh, their followers with a college degree. And that was at 77%, right? Um, so you had Hindus, um, probably around 77, 79%, and then followed very closely by Unitarian Universalists that were also around 77%. The third largest group was, also was again, Jews. They were third, but it dropped all the way down from 77% down to 59%. Um, and then the highest uh, Christian church group that I could find were Anglicans who were also at 59%. And that's the Anglican church. Um, you know, uh, what's really interesting to me is that atheists and agnostics had about a 43 and 42% college level rate, right? So uh, about 43% to 42% of all atheists and agnostics uh, had a college degree. Uh, we're talking bachelors or higher. Um, Muslims were also at 39%. Here's the kicker, though. The average of all adults in the United States was at 27%, right? So on average, and I'm not really big with math or good with math, but on average, atheists and agnostics uh, are about were way more likely than the average American to get a college degree. Now, the major groups that I'm aware of, you know, because I don't know anyone in the Anglican church, but the major group that I'm aware of, like Catholics, uh, Afri African Methodists, um, Baptists, Church of Christ, Kojic, Assemblies of God, listen to their percentages. Now, the average is 27%. Agnostics and atheists are in the 40s. Catholics are at 26%. So they're right around the average of all uh, of all Americans. They're about at the average, right? African Methodist Episcopal, 21%. Baptist. Now we're talking National Baptist Convention and Southern Baptist Convention. Baptist, 19%. Church of Christ, 18%. Assemblies of God, 15%. And Kojic, 13%. Now, I don't know, you know, what this uh, person posed the question was asking, but here we are looking at uh, the college level in terms of intelligence. Now, this is only one measure, but the college level, and now we're looking at way below the national average in terms of getting a college degree. But then I wanted more information, like because that's just that's just college level. That's education level. That's not, you know, that's not talking about intelligence. But the research was broken down and there were some conclusions that were made in this particular article. They made the two conclusions that I really want to point out here. And the first is that highly educated Americans are less inclined than others to say they believe in God. And they're less inclined to pray on a daily basis. That was uh, mind-blowing, right? But then it went even further and said that even though highly educated, uh, educated Americans are less inclined to do those things, we also know that college-educated Christians appear to go to church more often than less educated Christians. So there's a, an anomaly somewhere in there, right? But that doesn't speak to the whole story. These are just facts that I'm putting out there. And then I'm going to get to my Bible scriptures. 
Uh, I, I also went into Encyclopedia Britannica. Now I'm older, so I, you know, I like the encyclopedia. Some of y'all might be like, what's an encyclopedia? I don't know what an encyclopedia is. But get this, historically, the earliest Christians form the basis for our educational systems. Encyclopedia Britannica said, in fact, that the Christian church created the bases of the Western system of education. So the church is responsible for the way we teach our people in school and on the college level, even though you might think it's broken or whatever, that it's there. And that's what that was the model that was followed. Right. And in addition, in order to combat the, the challenges to Christianity, churches began creating schools and universities to increase the intellectual, the intellectual prowess of Christians. So we so the early church, this is what I'm getting. Historically, the early church created schools and universities to teach our people how to defend their faith. So we were the Christian church was originally created to make us smarter so that we can go out there and proselytize so we can not only defend our faith, but bring people into the fold and teach them how to be Christians or teach them the gospel in a way that is enticing, but also smart. We're, 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 we, were, we were created to make each other smarter, right? That was one of the, uh, the tools of the early church, right? There was this word that was thrown out, apologetics. That's the de defense of our faith. But apologetics led to the creation of our schools and our universities, did you know that? Did you have any idea? I did, even though I had to find, you know, these articles. I already knew that because I teach uh, and when I do my world history piece, we teach about uh, the diaspora, the Christian diaspora that follow after the death of, death of Christ and how it spread all throughout um, Europe. Um, and, you know, the Roman Empire and the Holy Roman Empire and all that other stuff. We talk about that when I teach that. So I knew, you know, about that. Um, so that is some facts for you. So I don't know exactly, listener, what you were trying to ask. But, you know, yeah, on the terms of our, our college education, yeah, maybe a little bit where we're, we, we don't have uh, that educational level. But also we haven't really reached the point of, uh, or, or, but uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, let me step back a moment. We created the education system that we uh, learn in now. And it's a shame that over the years, we haven't stuck to our guns. Um, let me hear some, uh, give you some biblical scriptures. Proverbs 1, 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 18, 15. And the whole book of Proverbs says is the book of knowledge. So, you know, it's supposed to teach us knowledge. But Proverbs 18, 15 says, The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge, for the ears of the wise seek it out. Hosea 4, 6, and 7 says, My people are destroyed from lack of from lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge i also reject you as my priests because you have ignored the law of your god i will also ignore your children more priests there were the more they sinned against me they exchanged their glorious god for something disgraceful proverbs 12 1 
whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. Ecclesiastes, my favorite book in the Bible, for much, with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. My friends, the Bible is all about helping us or telling us that we should be seeking knowledge. And you know, I'm not going to get political, but yes, I have seen some of the vitriol coming from both sides where people are saying, hey, you know, um, you're not uh, you're not Christian if you uh, support this one candidate. Or how can you say that when this one candidate or party is this way? I've seen it. I, I, I see it. In fact, I love politics, so I watch it like I watch football or basketball. I, I uh, Election night, I sit up and stay up late with my popcorn and my soda and like, oh, he got such and such or she got such and such. Oh, that's crazy. Right. I do that because that's that's, you know, my training. That's something that I like to do, just like sports. I like to watch a, a politics. I don't get into it because I don't feel like God wants me to be political more than he wants me to be Christian. You know, I've heard the arguments that, you know, how can you support abortion um, and, and this candidate when he wants to kill kids and he wants to make it legal and but uh, others saying, well, that's not necessarily what it's about. You're really uh, supporting a candidate that is the epitome or the embodiment of Satan. And yet, because he supports abortion, he's the one to support. I've heard it all. And that's not my job to tell you what to listen. My job is to point out what the Bible has to say. And the Bible tells us to seek knowledge. That was Old Testament. That was Proverbs. Let's get into some New Testament. Second Peter 1, 5 through 7 says, For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. We are supposed to seek knowledge, ladies and gentlemen, and we shouldn't let someone else tell us what the Bible says. We should be constantly in it ourselves. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. That's Second Peter also chapter 3 verse 18 first corinthians three eighteen says do not deceive yourselves if any one of you think you are wise by the standards of this age you should become fools so that you may become wise what does that mean what does that mean if you think you are wise, so biblical knowledge. Now we're talking about that college stuff. The biblical, uh, we're we're talking about that college stuff. That 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 knowledge. If you think you are wise by the standards of this age, because we do know that there was a separation of church and state, and that the schools now, even though they were based on Christianity, are not anymore. So the higher you go up, a lot of people might be more atheist. We do know that. But if you think you are wise by this, by this age, you should become fools so that you may become wise. There's a new type of knowledge that we should be seeking out. It's not the knowledge of the books, uh, of the science and all that. It's the knowledge of Christ. James 3.17 
says this, but the knowledge that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. So maybe Christians have become stupider in terms of their level of knowledge earthly. But how do we look in terms of our biblical knowledge on the uh, or in terms of our Christian knowledge now? Well, there was also an article written in 2018. Um, this actually came from uh, the Friendly Atheist, which uh, had I'm not exactly sure what the Friendly Atheist is. I just was doing this research and it actually was quoted in a lot of different articles. So I decided to go with it. The Federalist also talks about that article. But the idea is that Christians don't even know their own faith. Guys, this is embarrassing. Christians don't even know their own faith. So uh, let me just, uh, I, I, I got the article up. Let me just read some of the preposterous stuff that was crazy. This was saying, um, uh, 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 we're talking, uh, let me just read what it says. Let me just read it because I, I can't even, I can't even uh, fathom uh, what's going on. Um, it said, when Martin Luther sparked the Protestant Reformation with his 97 theses nearly 500 years ago, there were two big issues that separated his beliefs from those of the Catholic Church. Luther said that all you needed to enter heaven was faith in God alone. It didn't matter then if you had done horrible things in your life. If you accepted Jesus, you were golden. That's why Protestants today say that even sinners can be saved if they genuinely find God, even murderers who repent before they're put to death. The Catholic Church teaches that faith is important, but so are your actions. Um, Luther also said that the Bible alone is the authority on re religion. Uh, it didn't matter what your church did. It didn't matter what your pastors did. You just had to rely on God's word. The Catholic Church, on the other hand, teaches that the Bible is important, but so are decrees from the Vatican, right? Again, these aren't secrets. We're talking about the fundamental differences between Protestants and Catholics. But according to new research from the Pew Research Center, so uh, uh, again, they, they also go to Pew. It said a whole bunch of self-described Protestants and Catholics are unaware of what their religions teach them. A lot of Catholics don't think they have to listen to the Pope. And a lot of Protestants have no idea what they're protesting. Guys, they don't know. It, oh, my God. It goes into it's so much stuff in there. It says they don't know uh, how you get into heaven. They don't know um, why they're going in heaven. They don't know. They can't answer why they even follow the faith. I was what, listening to a, a podcast by Paul Washer, and um, he might be controversial to some people, um, but he had a, a, a really long and detailed account. Uh, on YouTube on Romans 3 and he starts with uh, one of my favorite verses all for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God I think it's Romans 3 23 
um, and I was listening to it and he said the same thing. He came across so many Christians that have no idea about their faith. They, they, the basic tenets of their faith. And how can you go out and teach Jesus if you don't know Jesus? There's this idea that God loves everybody, even the sinners who sin and don't like him. And then uh, my man had to go, my man Paul Washer had to go to the book of Proverbs again, just because uh, people just had no idea what the book of Proverbs said. And he said, look, Proverbs said that God hates sinners. What? And people, and he just, he just stopped right there. God hates sinners. Boom. You ain't know that? God hates sinners. And guys, this is one of the issues that is bothering us. So my friend, my my, my listener who created this question, um, Christians in general aren't stupid. I don't like using that word. I don't like using that phraseology. But if you look at the evidence, we are getting dumber. We are definitely getting dumber. We need to be in our Bibles every single day. We need to be reading. We need to be looking at the the in our concordances we need to be matching up words for words and we need to be understanding the tenets we need to know what the gospel is and that's what we need to be focused on and then getting our lives right we need to appreciate what god has done for us who he is and growing our relationship with him that is the message for today thank you for your message and i hope you all come back please email me crossdiscourse at gmail.com. You can email me, follow me on Twitter, and let's have this discussion to keep going, guys. I love you all. Have a great day. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time.